Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to On Boys, real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. We're your co-hosts, Jennifer L.W. Fink of buildingboys.net and Janet Allison of boysalive.com. This episode is sponsored by Haya Health and Boys Alive. Did you know that 93% of kids don't eat enough fruits and vegetables? You may have one of those children like my niece who ate only macaroni and cheese for about six of her formative years. <laughs> Many kids kind of fixate on one particular food and you are tearing your hair out, dear listeners, trying to make sure that they have a balanced diet. I will say from, from the benefit of the years, my niece now is a grown woman and has two healthy kids. So that mac and cheese sustained her, but our kids need more nutrition than we are able to give them in their regular diet. Which is why so many of us look to vitamins to fill those gaps. And so many of us, myself included, have been dissatisfied with what we find on the shelves. We recently connected with Haya Health. They have chewable vitamins for kids that are non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gluten-free, nut-free, all of that. They fill in the gaps in modern children's diets in a chewable vitamin that kids love. My guys liked it, and my guys uh, are kind of picky. This is a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. It was created by two dads that were tired of children's vitamins that actually cause more problems than they solve. With Haya Health, you know that you're getting zero sugar, yet it tastes great and it's perfect for picky eaters. We've worked with Haya Health and we have an exclusive offer for you. If you go to Haya Health, and use the onboys code at checkout, you can get 50% off your first order. Go to Haya Health, H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com and enter onboys to get that 50% off. The discount will be applied at the checkout. So get full body nourishment so that your boys can grow into healthy adults. That's HayaHealth.com slash OnBoys. And now this message from me, Janet, Boys Alive. If you're having difficulties in your parenting, struggling with your boys, 
schedule a complimentary breakthrough session call with me. We will get on the phone. We'll talk about where you are, where you want to be in your parenting, and how to get you there. Schedule that call at boysalive.com slash call. Again, it's complimentary. We will get you to a new place in your parenting and in your relationship with your son. I look forward to talking with you. And now on to this week's episode of On Boys. Autism is a developmental disorder characterized by difficulties with social interaction and communication and by restricted and repetitive behaviors. That's kind of the dictionary meaning of autism. Autism now affects one in 54 children. That means it is very likely that you know someone who has autism or is parenting a child who has autism or is on the autism spectrum. Maybe you've wondered what it's like inside that child's mind, inside that child's behavior, and inside that child's feeling life. Our guest today, Sam Mitchell, has made it his life's work to further autism awareness inspiring and educating others about overcoming the struggles that come with having autism. Sam is a fellow podcaster, and he is also a motivational speaker and writer. He was diagnosed with autism at the age of four, and he struggled, but he hopes to educate and enlighten others about autism. And in the words of a guest on his show, his podcast is Autism Rocks and Rolls, Temple Grandin said, it shows the positive side of autism. Hi, Sam. Hello. And we're, we're also happy to have your mom with us. Do you want to introduce her as well? Okay, well, this is my mom. Say hi, mom. Hi, I'm Gina. I'm Sam's hi. mom. Thank hi, you for Gina. We appreciate it. Yeah, hello. Great to have you. So Sam, I just want to say, first of all, congratulations on your podcast. That is a huge undertaking. How have people received it? Uh, for the most part, it's positive, but you get that you get that negative once in a while. But for the most part, it's positive. And you've been podcasting for over a year now. So Sam, yeah. for our listeners, will you describe what autism is? and how it affects learning, daily tasks, and relationships. Let's start there. Yeah, sure. I'm going to have to give you some examples of like episode titles. I can probably do that along with it, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you like the definition first. So it's a neurodevelopmental disorder that where we don't, we struggle with certain stuff that certain with certain social behaviors, social cues, the norms of society, morals of society, and to, to further that more, I'll give you some examples. Um, with my episodes, I always describe like, always with the episodes. So for example, Aussie versus bluntness, that's one. I, The truth is I have a big mouth. I have no filter. Like it's so true. You guys know that we record using video. So as soon as Sam said that, I looked at his mom and her face is like, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it, it is. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not like, gonna bash anything but i'm just i make i'm not saying that this is true but i, I like that pain right there i didn't like that pain right behind you i would be dead honest like it sucks 
<laughs> so Jen has some paintings that are actually quite nice, I think, behind her they in are. her room. So, they are. So um, one thing. It's just an example. Yeah. I think like that, like he, a lot of people have asked him about that before. And, you know, he always like uses that as an example. But mm -hmm. as far as like your painting, I'm, I mean, I don't want to speak for Sam, but I'm pretty sure that you don't hate her painting. No, I think no, it was an no. example. Yeah, it was. He always uses these examples. And then um, there was one lady one time, she had purple hair, like a lady that um, was interviewing him. And he said something like, you know, well, if I was being really honest, then I would probably tell you that I didn't really like your hair. To us, that's like, well, you don't, I mean, you don't say that, even if you're kidding or not kidding. It's, like it's a, social a social agreement that, you know, you just don't say that. But without a filter, you do, because yeah. why not? Well, I think sometimes, to be honest with you, I think Americans are babies. <laughs> like, I'm dead serious. I think Americans are babies. And they need say to... more about that. Okay, sure. I can go with that. I will. Don't worry about that. So in my opinion, like Americans, they're not, I feel like I'm not, I can't say live, but based on stories I've heard back in like the eighties, nineties, seventies, I'd say you could get away some of the stuff that you can't say today. My kids say the same thing, Sam. Tell us more about your personal experiences, what it's been like for you to go to school with autism. Um, what is your experience like in the classroom? Um, what's been your struggles? What's worked out well? I imagine it depends a lot on who else is in your class and who your teacher was that year. Okay, I can go with that, sure. This leads to another episode actually, 104, Making Friends and Getting That Girl. I um, I don't I don't say I don't make friends well, but that it's a difficulty. Just socializing with people and making making friends is scary because it ties in with the other one. Like I don't say the wrong thing at the wrong time, but nor do I want to. You know, like I want to try. I mean, I want to attempt it, but mm -hmm. I don't want them to think I'm a, like I'm a bad person, or I don't want them to think uh, I have a bad reputation. Mm -hmm. Which is not. It just isn't true at all. I, I don't think, at least. But in that with that case, that's another one. You know, one of the things that I find kind of refreshing and challenging because I don't have autism is that what you just said there, you know, making friends is scary. It's a blunt truth that we all feel and most of us don't bother to say out loud, but mm -hmm. it's true. It's true for everybody. Um, and the fact that you have the awareness of that and can express that, that's important. That's valuable. Thank you. Yeah, I, I agree. Like he, as his mother, Sam is one of the most aware people, like people that have, a person that has autism, um, a lot of times isn't aware of a lot of things, even if they're high on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. and, and I've met lots of people over the years that have had autism, um, and I'm by, I'm by no means an expert, but he is one of the most um I don't know what the, what, what word did I just say? Outspoken. Like, out, well, outspoken, but aware. Aware, but yeah. From, very, from a very young age, he could tell me, this is what I'm thinking. This, he's always, for really as long as I can remember, he's always been able to communicate with me and point, paint a picture for me and say, this is what this looks like to me. This is what this mm -hmm. feels like to me. 
And that's been really helpful because I've been able to take that information and then say, okay, like, how can we help now? Like, what mm-hmm. can we do? So he really is um, very aware that, you know, like he goes into a conversation. He's told me before, mom, I see how they look. I mean, if he goes into a conversation, like, let's say he has a group of teenagers, because that's kind of been the hardest thing a group of teenagers that they're talking about something that Sam maybe isn't interested in Mm -hmm, or doesn't mm -hmm. really know a lot about. They're talking about Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. But we used to, like, he used to think in his mind, like he would be watching them talk and his mind, he would think one, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like we need to all quit talking about this. And then the second thing, maybe he would think, how can I go into that conversation? And so as somebody that's non-autistic, pretty natural like you kind of watch other people but um he he's sometimes it's harder for him to come into the conversation because if he if he comes in at the wrong time or if he starts talking about something that like has nothing to do with the topic Mm -hmm. um, that's when he'll tell me like I saw how they looked at each other Uh like you know, it, and, and at times when he was growing up, that was quite heartbreaking because yeah. he, sometimes he would know that people were giving him a hard time or they were like kind of standoffish with him, which was sad. But then on the flip side of that, it was, to me, it was even more sad when they were doing that and he didn't know. And mm-hmm. I knew because yeah. mm-hmm. He was, I'm a teacher. I was his teacher. And so he was in my English class and I saw it often. Mm-hmm. And the kids knew, the kids knew that I was his mom and they, you know, they wouldn't be like blatantly like rude or bully him, but he would do something. And of course I, I think he's perfect. I mean, I wouldn't want to change him. So <laughs> I would just, you know, gave up angelic face you guys yeah. <laughs> but they would just look at each other and you could tell that maybe before class or like at home or something there had been a conversation about yes. something and it was it's that was the, really the toughest thing for me because I just wanted to send like everybody to the office mm-hmm. like yeah. okay we're all going to the office because <laughs> some you know you guys aren't being very nice so yeah um but that that's kind of a long answer to that but so that's been that's been hard well, and it's so much about, you know, the the discomfort of just the other person being different and not knowing. And Sam, what I think is so beautiful about what you are doing is that you are you are not just outside of autism and, you know, this is how it should be. You're you're you know, you're not like the textbook or the experts over there. You are living the experience. That's that's what makes me stand out, I think. What you just said, it's authentic. It really it's real. I mean, would you rather hear from a doctor or for someone who experiences it every day? Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear from you and I want to know, you know, what how you think and feel and operate in the world and in that awareness is how can we be better communicators with people who are on the spectrum what can we do differently how how do you like to be communicated with oh that's a good question actually that is a really that is a 
Go ahead. Yeah. That's a really good question. I'm like, I'm like gonna have to think about that for a minute. I would say, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna give you another blunt answer here. Yeah, Talk I like about. blunt answers personally. Be hey. as blunt as you want to be. Uh, you better be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now, come on. It's a family show, Sam. This is a family show. (laughs) Oh, what? Don't, don't. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So um, I'll I'll give you another bloody answer. Like I said, talk to me like you talk to someone else. I'm curious. Do you find it easier to talk to other people with autism? Um, You know, I would actually say yes. Can you explain why? And I'm, I'm curious about that for a couple reasons. You know, I have heard there's huge variation in autism and the experience of that in the spectrum. So I wasn't sure of that answer, but what's more comfortable about talking to another person with autism? Okay, I'll give you that. We're in the same boat. Let's put it this way. So I'm going to give you an example here. One of my friends who shall remain nameless has autism actually like me. He's lower on the spectrum. To mm-hmm. me, it's, to me, people don't give him the chance. It infuriates me that they won't give people uh, like, the opportunity. It's as an example. The other day, I was gonna get ready for lunch, mm-hmm. and I just told my other friends I was gonna sit with them today. So this was like before like COVID, like stroke. We had like assigned seats at our lunch tables. Yeah. But um, anyway, they um, they asked, well, "Is there something wrong?" And I was like, "No, no, no, no." I'm just going to go sit with my friend, Isaiah. And then one of the other people said, well, that's really sweet of you. I didn't say it's my one to say, why won't you? Uh-huh. It sounds to me that your experience has made you sensitive to other people's experience. You just told us, talk to me like you're going to talk to anybody. I heard you say you want to be in- included. You want to include your friend. Yeah. Why? I think it's fair. If you're going to like have, if we have this big tournament, at least give us the opportunity. Mm-hmm. If we have that, then we're, then we're okay. Being an outsider looking in throughout his life is, I have seen that so many times, just not with Sam, but with anybody that is on the spectrum or has a disability or challenged in any way. I've seen that. And that is one of the biggest issues of acceptance is people, it's almost like, um, i trying to think of how to say it. Like, it's almost like when you get to know somebody, you know, like maybe you stop too soon because you like with someone with a disability, you know, like, oh, maybe they won't fit into my sure. repertoire, like friends. And I, and I see that so much. And, and so many times I just want to say, give it a chance. Yeah. Like, it, it's okay. Like it's, it's not that Sam is well, like, um, like, I believe in the phrase opposites attract. I firmly believe in that phrase. Yeah. Well, like Dr. Grandin says different, not less. Yes. That's all it is. It's, and sometimes I even, you know, kind of waver away from saying somebody is different because why are, Everybody's different. Right. Nobody the... is more different than anybody else. I've never used the word like in a. You never use the word normal. Never I've never have. used the word normal. I never have either. Because, you know, like I've had people say over the years, like, oh, is Sam normal? 
Ugh. Like, are you? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> to be blunt, Sam. <laughs> yeah, or I just want to say, well, I'm not. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm very certain that I'm not normal. Like, I mean, I don't know what that is. So I have never taught him that, hey, Sam, you have autism. This means that you're not normal. Like, maybe he's the normal one. Maybe exactly. he's the one that, you know. So that just, to me, it's like, we just have to quit I don't know, quit saying even different and normal. That but, doesn't exist. And I agree with you. But on the flip side, there's another word I want to talk about. If you guys don't mind, we don't mind changing the topic here. This episode is sponsored by By Heart. Babies need to eat. And whether you breastfeed or bottle feed, use formula, combine all of the above, you need options. We wanted to let you know about By Heart Baby Formula. Byheart has a patented protein blend that gets the closest to breast milk. It includes two of the most abundant proteins in breast milk. And Byheart actually ran a clinical trial comparing their formula to a leading infant formula and proved that babies on Byheart have softer poops, less spit up, and easier digestion. Byheart is also the only U.S.-made infant formula to use organic grass-fed whole milk. So if you need baby formula for your baby, consider Byheart. New customers can get 10% off your first order by using code ONBOYS at byheart.com. That's B-Y-H-E-A-R-T dot com slash podcast. And it is 10% off your first order. Byheart.com slash podcast. This is a limited time offer and additional terms and conditions may apply. We all know that vitamins can help fill nutritional gaps in our diet, but a lot of us don't like to take vitamins because we don't like swallowing pills. How do you feel about that, Janet? There's some days that I look at my vitamins and go, yeah, I should take those. I'll do it later. But I'll tell you what's changed. I have gotten easy melt vitamins. I have the D3 and I have the B12s and a multivitamin and I just pop them in my mouth and they dissolve and I don't have to think about swallowing a vitamin. And you don't necessarily need water either to have on hand to get this big vitamin now. Yeah, no, and they taste good and they're sugar-free. They melt quickly. The reason they melt is because of plants not chemicals. Ah, plant-based nutrition. For a limited time only, you can receive a free, free three-month supply of Easy Melt Vitamin D3 with your first purchase. To claim your free D3, visit try.easymelts.com slash onboys. That's try, T-R-Y dot Easy Melts. E-Z-M-E-L-T-S dot com forward slash on boys. Are you sure? It's a, it's the E word. It's not as bad as you think. Don't worry. It's eccentric. Eccentric. Do oh. tell. What is your view of eccentric, the word? All right. Well, you know that there are, pe- there are popular things going on these days. Trends. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Mm-hmm. Popular dances, popular way people dress. Okay, you know, that's good that you do it, but there's a uh, there's a chance I'm not going to follow that path. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to follow that boat. You know, I may not wear 
these fancy new black jeans. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of these brown khaki pants. I've just always taught Sam to be yourself. You know, like, yeah. okay, these people over here are doing this. I, it doesn't matter. So like, do you like the term eccentric, Sam? Is that I a term that's actually, comfortable? I actually do. I love, I actually love that word. <laughs> I love it. I even told you why I'm eccentric. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. I am really curious, Sam, if you were diagnosed when you were four years old, you know, you've always been you. Uh, I don't imagine that you even remember that. So do you have any idea, Sam, when about you might have first heard the word autism and uh, had any idea of what that meant? Um, do we still have the book? Uh, well, that's I, was, I would have showed you the page number and the book exactly. It was a certain page and we read a book it's called Understanding um, Sam. Uh, ironically, that's my name. When you were, when he was six. Yeah. Okay. Had a children's book when he was six. Asperger's syndrome. So I really like, didn't learn the word, but I just read. They, she read the story to me. As I was reading, I was like, "Holy crap! I have this." Yeah, uh, really. It was more of a eureka, as one of my friends said. It was more of a eureka moment. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, I want to go back a little bit, Sam. Before, I mean, you were four, so you probably don't remember. But I, I'm curious, Gina, for our listeners of of parents of young children, what were some clues for you of Sam? You were that's for her. I can't remember that. That's right. You don't remember. <laughs> but Gina, just kind of walk us through that that kind of first awareness of, huh? What's happening here? Well, I would say the first awareness was when he was around one or two. But when I look back, even when he was a small baby, I, I know that there were signs um, now, especially now, since, you know, like science and technology, it's been studied more, you know, more things have come out. But um, 18 years ago, it was a real thing, but they, they don't, they didn't know a lot, I mean, as much about it as they do now. Right. So, but my pregnancy was really normal. I was very sick, I mean, really sick for about five months. Um, and then he was born emergency C-section. So that was a little bit traumatic. Um, and then just as he grew older, he was not hitting his milestones. I mean, he was mm -hmm. not crawling, he was not walking. And that was, it was worrisome. Um, and he did finally, but it was very, very late. And then when he was two, um, kind of everything started happening at once, he could only say, when he was two, he could only say like 10 words, which, you know, like um, medically that wasn't where he should be. He wasn't hitting the target. And so we put him through speech therapy, but then some of the major behaviors that we saw, um, he hated loud noises. It wasn't, mm -hmm. it wasn't really just a loud noise. It was the, the spontaneous loud noises. Um, if some, if he didn't know something was coming, that mm. was a nightmare. Um, oh yeah, I still hate to this day. I hate being startled. You know not to do that. Well, mm -hmm. okay, like he lets his dad, like he helps his dad let off fireworks now. But when he was little, he would literally be. I remember one time we had a big fireworks show, and he, you know, I was like, Sam's not going to enjoy this, so he just went to my parents. My parents live. I mean, a half a mile, three fourths of a mile away. And he was in their house and he could hear the fireworks muffled and had 
a major meltdown because it wasn't it wasn't how loud it was it was when it was coming and he didn't know it was sudden it was unexpected it was unexpected so that was like the biggest thing um yeah. then we noticed he started lining up all of his toys i mean like in these elaborate like a maze and he was like one like one one and a half years old and then we got him, I remember we got him, or my mom got him some plastic food from like yep. a retail store. And he loved that food. Well, he started sorting it in really complicated categories. And he was one year old, like one, one and a half year old. And I thought it was amazing because he was putting like all the bumpy things in a pile and then all of the fruits and the vegetables and the green things. But, but it was like even more elaborate than that. And I was like, and then he started, he would line them up and he literally had like 250 pieces of food and he oh, wow. lined it up from one end of the house to the other. And he knew the order. And at first I was like, he doesn't know that order. I mean, that's 250 things and he's a year and a half old. He does not know the order, but he did because my husband and I would purposely take the food and switch it around sometimes just and, to he, see. and he knew he would run past him and slow down and be like oh the egg is on this side of the house and the bread is now on that side of the house and he would switch them and he knew that like by by memory so we were like okay this is really cool like our child's a genius but this is not typical yeah so we um we had him evaluated and all of that stuff. So it, he, we put him in a preschool and um, for a special needs preschool and just wanted to see. And within a week, they knew that he was probably on the spectrum. And then he was, um, he was observed by a behavioral psychologist. And um, we, we found, but, but I knew it yeah. wasn't news. I remember during the intake, she was like, she got real quiet and after she had observed him, she looked at us and she was like, I don't want you to freak out. So just like take a deep breath. And I thought like something major was wrong. And uh, she said, we think he's autistic. And my husband and I were like, we, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, we, we, we understand. <laughs> I've heard other parents say that um, as well, because it's almost like thank you. You are validating this thing that I have had some sense of. Maybe I didn't have a name for it yet, but I had some sense of. And so the fact that you see what I see, now we can move forward. Right. And, and we did. I mean, we moved forward. I'm not going to lie. Um, I went through a phase. Um, it was very short lived. It was not a long Yeah, phase it was like a all. month or two. No, it was really just like a week or two. I kind of went through this selfish, grieving, like sure stage to where you know when you have children here Sandler, when you have children you have this picture painted in your mind like oh we're gonna like frolic through the park and we're gonna <laughs> you know they're gonna grow up and um do this and drive a car and do this and this and this and there's no manual there's no yeah, contract no. where yeah. you get to agree to have a child who has autism so I went through that where I was, I was angry because I kept thinking I did everything right. I went mm -hmm. beyond everything right. And my child has autism. 
and so I like I went through this like it's not fair stage and but but I quickly got over that because yeah it's like okay let's do it like let's yeah. let's raise this kid <laughs> well and I really appreciate you, I really appreciate you speaking to that Gina because that's real and perfectly normal to go through a grieving process when things don't turn out the way you imagine the frolicking through the park in a you know under a rainbow with unicorns and pretty much across the board we can say that for for parenting in general it doesn't always go the way we imagine so, and then you just pick up and you roll with the kid that you've got and love them to pieces yeah but not, and that's just the thing too like we've been asked before i've been asked before he's been asked before you know like for me would you ever want to go back and like have a child that doesn't have autism or he's been asked would you take that autism away no and for me no. as a parent no way like yeah. in hard but then i wouldn't have sam right and exactly I, I want sam i mean sam is my sam and he's yeah you know so yeah that that's that would never happen so sam i am curious because on your website you said that using social stories with people with autism can be helpful, especially for younger children. Could you talk about that a little bit and maybe give us an example? Yeah, I can give you the, I'll start from the example actually. Okay. So apparently what was cool was in second grade, you always ate on Fridays if you were well behaved, like a, a good amount of chips, you always could eat in the classroom with the teacher. Okay. Mm. As a reward. Well, mm -hmm. that didn't happen Friday. We had a sub that day. She was out to, I don't remember for what, but I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? That's not fair. No, no, no. We need to eat in here today. Like, I need to eat in here today. I don't like this one bit. It was so, different than the routine. It was different than what he expected. Yep. Yeah. And then, so I melted down. She had to come and get me, I think, actually. And Yeah, because I worked across the cafeteria. He goes, uh -huh. he, at the time he went to the elementary and I worked in the middle school which I still do, but yeah, I had to, I had to come over because he was like turning desk over and, you know, mm -hmm. hiding underneath in the corner. So yeah, I had to come over. Yeah. Tell him what happened. I am. And then I went to the uh, office, not because I was a child, just to cool off for a little bit. And then she tried to help me. I The principal. Yeah. yeah. The principal tried to help me. And uh, we wrote what's called a social story, which is like a story where that makes you critically think, I call it, like a social story that's going to make you critical think. Like, what would you do? You know, you got a math test and you failed it. What are you going to do? So kind of talk it through and come up with some options that you could do in that circumstance? Yeah, I, 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 would, I would say that. I would put it. Good job. But she actually, she actually um, you actually draw it out. I oh, okay. Like, like when he, if you look up examples on Google of social stories, like they actually it's kind of like a comic strip they would draw out the scenario like okay if this happened let's draw a picture of how you're feeling and okay then let's draw a picture of um how like what how can we get how how can we get uh, how can we help you to make you feel better and so it's like a it's a very visual thing i have heard that some people with autism anyway that they are more likely to think in pictures no, nope. so that's well, not your experience, is it, Sam? That, nope. Okay. So, with Temple, sure. Temple, with some, sure. Temple Grandin 
things in pictures. Absolutely. However, that is not me. I'm not a visual guy. I don't do comic books. I don't do, you know, I don't play those games. You know, I don't do the, I don't visual. I don't do the visual. I, I sort of visual like with learning, but I don't do yeah. the visual with, with like fun things. I guess is the way that's what, it. Yeah. So I gonna say, yeah, you said it perfect. When he was in school, especially when I was his teacher, one of his favorite teachers was a social studies teacher. And a lot of his curriculum was based on visual movies and videos and pictures. And oh. Sam really, really responded to that well. But if he's doing something for fun, I mean, he's a lot like me. He thinks a lot in words, paragraphs. Yeah. Um, his so mom is I, an English teacher. I, I can, in fact, I have, I take a creative writing class and I'm very proud to like announce. Mm-hmm. Like, gives me right. As a matter of fact, heck, I'll get the notebook. Are you sure? sure? Okay, he's gonna go get something to read to you. Yeah, I would love that. This. It's pretty short. I'll pick one shorter one. Okay. Let's see where I can find it. Um, this was one of the virtual prompts when we first went to e-learning. It's okay. It was about being like a situation or making your own where you were uh, misunderstood. Oh, I haven't heard this one yet. Yeah, you haven't. So that's why I picked it. I have been misunderstood my whole life, but I am. But I am one day actually like it. I actually like it and enjoy a challenge. So you can keep misunderstanding me. All, all I know is you're just getting more power and faith, I guess, that I am doing my job as an advocate for who who has been mis- misunderstood. I know who I am, but who gets to determine me? Your answer, I can be I. Say that last little part. You're... Uh, okay, sure. Sorry. I'll find the end for you. Um, answer. I can be I. I can uh, be I. I can be I. Wow. Uh, not eyes. I. I. There is, Capital I. There is so much. You said it before, Gina. Self-understanding and self-awareness. I'm not sure that I actually I'm quite sure I didn't have that when I was 18. And right. Sam, I, to be I, able I, to I, express such a thought in so few words is a skill and a talent and i'm glad you are doing creative writing mm-hmm. thank you yeah yeah whenever he got the assignment um his i know his creative writing teacher and i um was talking to him the other day and sam told me about the prompt and i went oh my god like i feel like i agree with sam i feel like he's been i've never misunderstood him well i'm sure i have because i'm his mom but as far as like overall, generally, I have never misunderstood him. I've known who he is forever. And, and I, I, I know, I don't know how to say it, like his, I don't know exactly how his brain is wired because I don't have autism. But you can figure it out. But I know all, him. But you can like make a mini puzzle out of it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know, like to me, I don't ever want to ignore autism because it is real. We live it every day. But you can have expectations. But yeah, I, I, I have just always, I don't want to say that I've treated him the same as everybody else because I don't even really know what that means. Mm-hmm. But I've still like autism or not, he still has to take the trash out. You still have to do <laughs> great. You still have to be successful. And it, you know, it might take a different route or it might take your route to get there, but mm-hmm. 
autism yeah. or not, I, you're, I, I can't help it. You're yeah, still the, trash, the trash stinks, by the way, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you're a famous podcaster, Sam, you still have to take the trash out. Yeah, so. I, get, I got stuck with that job. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, I want to ask you both this question. What would you tell our listeners? What would you tell our parents out there? The number one thing about autism um oh god the number one thing about it there's a lot of number one things though um let's see i would say a number one thing would be be patient and just enjoy every moment you have honestly Hmm. i was gonna say patience too yeah (laughs) over the years i mean and that's just the thing you know like you said it before you know my son has autism. A lot of the people that I know, their children do not have autism, but they are experiencing other things, negative and positive, that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like this is worse than it's anything. Diff- it's a, another kind. It's another kind. It's just Sam, and it's just mm-hmm. the cards that we have been dealt. And even when you say, oh, those are my cards have been dealt. I don't mean that in a negative way at all. I just mean it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And this is what we do. And so. um, It's path B or path C. Yeah. And, And what I would say, too, is as a mom, like talking to other parents, I would, you have to give them a chance. And I don't want to say you have to be proud because, but, but you do. You have to be, you know, when Sam told us, I'm going to be a podcaster. Okay. Like, I don't really know if that's going to work or not, but um, within what, reason. Well, let's give it a shot. What can hurt? You know, but, but it, 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 or, or tap into their talents. You know, like we come, we live out in the country. Um, I'm sure that my husband really wanted as Sam grew up to go fishing with him to hunt with him, to do this and to do that, to go out and work on the lawnmower with him. I know, I know that that's, but you know what? That's, that's not, that's not where he is. And And listeners, if you could have seen Sam's face when you said fishing and hunting, it's like, he's not buying that at all. Uh -uh. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll fish once. He likes to fish. Yeah, I'm not, I'm just saying. It's not like a, it's not like the first thing I do though. Right. Yeah. yeah, but 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 my husband, he's never, ever been disappointed or he's that's, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying like for the parents out there, just like look at the whole person and look, tap into what is happening. You know, when he went to his first media club meeting and came home and was like, oh my God, mom, this is amazing. I love this. I love this. And then the more I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, he's really, really good at this. Then when he said, can I do this? Can, you know, can, do you think we could set up a studio at home? I mean, I'm like, okay, this is, I don't know, but let's try it. And I yeah. have no idea how to do that, Sam, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, so and we that's what, we it, so yeah. yeah. And that's what we do as parents. I mean, Jen has a garage full of lawnmowers. They would not be there, but for her children, you know, and their interests. So that's one of the beauties of parenting is Janet, we get it has, to follow what? It has all spilled out of the garage into my driveway. 
I haven't parked in my garage, three-car garage, haven't parked in there in months. Mm -hmm. So Sam, tell our listeners where they can find you and tell us about your podcast. Okay. They can find me here, obviously. (laughs) Well, Podbean website, autismrocksandrolls.com, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, LinkedIn, Stitcher. Wow. The website, I will say, I mean, he's, he is on all those platforms, but the website is really like encompasses everything. It has all of the links. It has all of his merchandise. Um, he has started to monetize this a little bit, but I don't, I mean, that to me, like he's always expressed to me, that is not my goal here. My goal yeah. is to help yeah. people, but sure. um, so all of his merch is on there. Um, all of the press, all of his guests, his appearances, it, it just tracks his journey. Nice. Um, he's got some social media accounts on there. So I got like, it. Autism rocks and rolls is really like the place to go. Okay. I got to ask a question. Like Temple Grandin is a big deal. You're a teenager. You're a year into a podcast, but how did you get her on your show? Okay. I can tell you that. So <laughs> um, we were just talking about this earlier. So I need to like talk about like this first guest. It's not overshadowing her. It's just that it, it, it's part of the story. So the first thing we did was we contacted Simon Majunder. I finally convinced her and we, I found, I was like, what's the deal? Is it going to hurt? How's it going? Who's it going to hurt really? Yeah, so it's Simon Majumdar. That's gro- yeah. guys, grocery games, uh, cutthroat kitchen. And we, I felt like Mr. was like, okay, let's give it a shot. At least the worst thing he could do is say no. He was the first like real. But he was the first one and yeah. he did. So we got the idea like, all right, I'm going to try to get these people on. Temple was one of them. Because we, at this point, we're like, we're just going to try anyone we can at this point. Yeah. No matter how big they are. Mm-hmm. Then sure enough, we were um, just waiting. I think we're at the at an apartment around Indiana waiting for something. And sure enough, we got e- that well, email. And then she called my cell phone and I almost passed out in my kitchen. Like, <laughs> believe it. Like, she, I had given her agent my, my cell phone number because uh, at first we communicated with her um with her agent, like with her person. Yeah, like she has people. This yeah. isn't just somebody you reach <laughs> yeah. out to, right? right? Right. We never communicated with Temple, but then I get sent the cell phone number and I was like, you know, but we had been communicating by email and my phone was on the counter and it rang and I, it said Colorado Springs. And for just a second, I was like, this is not Temple Grandin. Like I knew, <laughs> this is, this is I knew she lived in Colorado, but I picked up the phone and she was like, yeah, Temple Grandin here. And I just, I couldn't even, Sam was outside. I was listening to music. My husband was in the living room and I was like, go get Sam now. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, she is, she is amazing. She, I, we were so fortunate to talk to her. And then after the interview, we got to talk to her for like 30 minutes. Yep. And just, she's, nice. she's, she's blunt though. She's so dry. She's very blunt, but it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why, that's why I dig her. She was blunt. <laughs> she's blunt. Absolutely. Well, Sam and Gina, this has been a fabulous conversation. We really appreciate your time with us today. And Sam, we wish you all the best on autism rocks and rolls. And you are you're just bringing so much awareness and such a gift to all of us. You know, we all need to understand each other better. And, and this is just such a great opportunity 
to hear from you and uh, also share your mom's experience in this journey too. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And just a quick reminder about Haya Health for those very nutritious vitamins that your kids will love. H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash on boys to get that discount. And also don't forget boysalive.com slash call. Schedule your breakthrough session. If you're struggling in your parenting, you do not have to do it alone. We are here for you in support. Thanks for being an On Boys listener, and we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining On Boys, real talk about parenting, teaching, and reaching tomorrow's men. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.